You are listening to the Courtship Code Podcast, where we use a combination of psychology, spirituality, and matchmaking industry techniques to help you to level up your love life. And I'm your host, relationship coach and author, Zara J. Don't forget to join us in our women's only Facebook group, Captivating Courtship Code, where you're able to continue the discussion, post questions for peer support, and also get free content and resources. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And thanks for listening. Everyone, so today we are talking about why you being an independent woman ain't intimidating nobody. <laughs> so I am super glad to be with you guys on this afternoon. I hope that you guys are feeling well. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Zara, and I specialize in helping women who have relationship anxiety, especially some dynamic women, with learning how to heal their emotional wounds, show up um, so that they are high value, so that they are attracting compatible partners, and learning how to court towards commitment so they can be with that compatible partner within the next 12 months. Hey, 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 thank you guys for joining me. So I'm just going to tag down here really quickly. If you're watching me on Facebook, thank you guys. Leave me a comment. But we're going to be talking about today about being an independent woman isn't intimidating anybody. (laughs) Right. So let's talk about this notion that being independent, right, being an independent woman is intimidating. That's the reason why men have a problem with you. Um, I've heard so many times when women are coming to me for coaching or when they first start working with me for coaching that, you know, it's because they're so opinionated. It's because um, they're so independent. It's because they're too intimidating. It's because of their education. It's because of their income. It's because of all these other things right that that is part of the reason why they have a hard time with men that's the reason why men aren't attracted to them or men don't want to commit to them you know men like the idea of them but men don't like the real them once they get to know them right so these are just some of the things that I'm constantly hearing when women especially those who have great careers or they're very educated and they feel like those are the things that are keeping them stuck, that are keeping them single. They feel as though um, because of their education, because of their income, right, that men just see them kind of as an accessory to their life or men don't want to commit to them, that men only commit to women who are very timid or very shy or the types of men that they want, like they want a man that's a strong leader, a man who's ambitious, a man who has a lot going for himself. And they feel like those type of men only like the opposite, right? They only like women who are stay-at-home wives or women who um, don't speak their minds or women who don't um, have their own opinions, right? So these are a lot of the beliefs that a lot of women who come to me for coaching or when they book a discovery call with me that they initially have that they just feel like, oh, because, you know, of my career, my education, whatever, these are the reasons why I'm having trouble with men. But I'm here to tell you that if these are the beliefs that you have, we're going to just dive into that and dispel all of that today because I want you to shift your belief around that and get to the root of what's really going on with you in that area. So first of all, if you have been telling yourself these stories, like I like to refer to them when I'm telling my coaching clients as the voiceovers that you're telling yourself, meaning like you have a story for your life, right? This is your life. This is your love story that you are creating 
right? So you are creating your love story right now, the experiences that you go through, the stories that you tell yourself, the people that you invite in. You are the heroine and the superstar of your love story, and you are trying to allow that king, that knight, whatever, to come in and save the day, right? So you have the option about how this story goes. And I was just telling this to um, someone yesterday. I was just telling them, you know, you have the option in my coaching program. I was telling them how your story goes and that voiceover, that narration that you're creating for your love story. You have the option to make it a horror story, a drama, <laughs> a comedy, a romantic comedy, right? You can make it all about the kids and make it a family movie, right? You can make it a thriller, suspenseful. Right, but you have the option to determine what is that narration, what is that voiceover going to be like for your love story. And for a lot of you, you guys have been telling yourself stories that work against the fairy tale ending that you actually want. Now, don't get me wrong, I totally understand love is not perfect, relationships aren't perfect, marriage ain't perfect. All of that is always going to be ups and downs. Like your story is going to have all these different elements in it that makes it go up and down. But at the very end of the day, you have the option to determine what type of story you want. And part of that story is going to determine you as a narrator, the beliefs that you speak over that story, the voiceover that you command over that story. And a lot of you are telling yourself stories that work against what you actually want. So when you think about the stories that you've been telling yourself, it's part of that story and part of those beliefs are I'm too independent. I'm too opinionated. Um, you know, I, I work too much. I have too much education. I make too much money. You know, all of these two things, right? These are limiting beliefs that you've been placing over your love life and that you've been placing over men. And I'm pretty sure that a lot of the messages that you have probably have come from family, maybe some of your friends, maybe the media, right? Or maybe some past experiences that you've had with men and you've taken on those beliefs. You've made a contract with that belief. And now you are playing out your love story according to that belief and according to that narration. So today, I just want you to commit and make the decision that that's not a belief that you're going to box yourself into. Because if you are keep telling yourself that, you know, a few things are going on. One, you're like I said, you're putting limitations on men about what men are attracted to, what men desire. Right. And we all know that that's not true. It's not true that your independence, your education, your income, all of those things make you undesirable or make it difficult for you to be in a relationship. And you know that because you see evidence all over the, the world, over the media, in your personal life, your friends, your family, of women who are amazing, who have great careers, and they also have great partners and love lives and family as well. So you know that that's not an absolute fact, right? So you can just toss that out the window that you keep telling yourself that, right? The other part and the reason why you need to stop you know, telling yourself this belief because it's going to make a major impact on the partners that you attract and how you continue to present yourself. So if you keep putting yourself out into the world that you're so independent, you're so opinionated, you're so career ambitious, you know, you're just this woman that's just so educated, your income and credit and all these things are the things that define you as a partner, as a woman. And that's the reason why men are intimidated by you. you're just so intimidating, right? If this is the story that you keep telling yourself, then this is how you're going to try to present yourself out into the world. So when you show up meeting a potential partner, you're getting to know someone, you're going to show up with the energy that you're just to this and to that. And that's the reason why. Right. And, and it's really not the reason why. Like, honestly, most men don't care about your degree. 
not saying they don't value it, not saying they don't appreciate your intellect and your accomplishments, but the way that I always explain this to women is you want to look at those things as like the bells and the whistles, right? Like when someone's going to Sprint or T-Mobile or wherever it's like that, like they're going to go buy the phone, right? They're looking for the iPhone, they're looking for the Samsung, whatever, the Galaxy. They're looking to buy the phone, right? So the core thing is the phone, right? That's you. So they're looking for who you are as a woman, at your spirit, at your vulnerability, your ability to build with them, to make connections, to understand them, right? That's what they're looking for. They're looking for the core values and the things that you bring to the relationship as a woman. Now, your degree, your income, and all these other factors, those are just the bells and whistles. Those, that's the iPhone case. That's the charger. That's the iPods or whatever the headphone things are. I'm not a technology person. <laughs> Y'all know what I'm referring to, right? Um, but all those extra things that you are defining yourself at by, those are just the accessories. Now, someone may come for the accessories as well, but that's just the bonus, right? But they definitely want the phone, right? They definitely are coming for the phone. They might decide to buy some extra things they might like oh yeah i would love you know a nice case for my phone or i want these special you know earbuds or whatever else like that but those are the extras right so when you're looking at these other couples these relationships and you're like well why is it that the women who are less educated or the women who have less income or the women who present who who seem not to uh just just go along with whatever he wants why are those the women that always get wiped up? Why are those women? She has nothing going on for herself. You know, she's just pretty. That's it. Why is it that men like that? But I'm doing all of this and I'm a good woman and I got all this going for myself and men don't care. Right. Because it's not about the things that you are defining yourself by. So understanding how to realign with who you truly are and get back in connection with your values, get back in connection with your authenticity, because a lot of times you don't know who you are as brilliant as you are as amazing as you are i know from working with women no matter how educated you are no matter what your accomplishments are what your career path has been for most women they really don't know who they are because they've been trying to maneuver through life for so long to be who they think they need to be to be good enough to be who they think they need to be in order to be loved so when you pull back the layers and you have all these extra layers added onto you, you don't really know who you are. So you've been trying to connect with partners. You've been trying to show up, trying to communicate with people from a place that's not even authentic to you. So that's the first thing I want you to understand is that you need to get back in touch and aligned with who you authentically are. And then understand how to connect with someone from that place. So first, you got to get back to know you first. Right. Like really know who you are, really understanding who you are and the value that you add to the relationship. And I can bet that the things that you believe that you add to the table, the things you bring to the table when it comes to relationships, when it comes to partners, it's not really the value that that man is looking for. And the reason that you're having a lot of trouble when it comes to building connection is because you don't understand the value that you actually bring to the relationship. It's not that you don't bring any value, that you don't have any value. It's that you are misrepresenting the things that you think that you're bringing to the table. So you think that you're bringing your career, your educational things. Those are like bonuses. But the value that you bring to the relationship as a woman is actually the values that you embody 
and the values that you naturally are aligned with and that you naturally are able to offer up to the table. Regardless of any other accomplishments, the value that you authentically bring to the relationship. So getting really clear on that and understanding that that's the part that you're missing. You're missing an understanding of what you actually bring to the relationship. Number one, that's the first thing. Now, the second thing that I want you to work on is your communication skills. And that's something that I had to work on. Right. So it's not something that just it's not an overnight thing. And I said this in a couple of videos that I'm going to keep making this point that there's a difference between being articulate and being an effective communicator. I'm going to say that one more time. There's a difference between being articulate and being an effective communicator. And it's important for you to understand that because you may think because of your education, because of your degree, because of the profession that you're in, that you are a great communicator. No, you know how to articulate yourself. You have a great vocabulary, girl. You know how to make a point. You know how to speak your mind. All fantastic things. All things that are needed for the right time in the right place. But when it comes to connection and relationship building, right, because most of us never learned how to be in a relationship. Most of us figure it out through trial and error, more error than, than trial, <laughs> right? Most of us really never had anyone really sit down and teach us how to build a relationship. Now, you may have read lots of dating books. You may have watched lots of videos. You may have listened to lots of podcasts. You may have talked to a lot of your girlfriends or your family members, and they may have helped you to understand how to get a man's attention, Maybe they told you how to get some money or a trip or something out of a man, right? Told you how to, how to act on a date or something, but teaching how to build a relationship, how to court towards a relationship or towards commitment, how to build real connection that actually inspires commitment. That's something that most of us never learn. Just being honest, right? That's something that most of us never learn, how to really build a connection and build relationships, how to be in a relationship in a way that inspires commitment, that builds intimacy, and that really creates a good bond between the man and the woman. Most of us never did that. And if you are a independent woman, a powerful, dynamic woman, part of your trouble is going to be learning how to communicate with a man who's of the same caliber. Because you're probably showing up looking at him as your peer, which he is. But in the relationship dynamic, there's an adjustment that has to be made. And I know that for most women, that's a part of the struggle, right? Learning how to turn that off when you enter the home. Learning how to turn that off when you're with that man. Learning how to step back into your role as a woman. And, you know, you can be as feminist as you want, whatever like that. You, that's fine. But there's still a time and a place when you're aligning with that man and you're with that man that you have to step into your role as a woman and a lot of times the reason why you know for the independent women the ambitious women why you have a hard time with that why you feel like you're getting overlooked compared to the women who may have less less to offer quote unquote than you do is because there's a natural flow that they're automatically able to step into because they're not trying to prove how worthy or how good they are according to their accomplishments 
So I'm not saying that your accomplishments don't matter. I'm not saying to undermine them. I'm not saying to downplay your intellect or to be inauthentic. But what I'm saying is you need to figure out and you need to learn the skills of how to tap in and out of that energy in a way that's going to allow you to build connection and authentically connect with that man and communicate with him in a way that's going to give you grace. It's going to build intimacy, trust. Right. It's going to allow you to connect in a way that he's going to feel like he's getting the same thing from you and that you're not trying to show up in the same way you're showing up in the workplace or the same way you're showing up in the classroom or the same way that you're showing up when you're trying to prove just how good you are. Right. Because that's all that masculine energy or the manipulative energy or all of that that you take in the workplace because you're trying to move up in the ladder. It's not like that when you're in the relationship. So a lot of times the energy is budding. The power struggle, the communication, all that energy is budding. And you're going to have to learn new skills to balance it out. So. It can be difficult to allow yourself to be fully seen, right? To be raw, to be vulnerable, to allow yourself to be fully seen. But if you have these beliefs that being independent, being too opinionated, you know, being intimidating, all these things are a factor for why you struggle so much with meeting the right man or a good man or any of these beliefs, I need you to reevaluate how you're actually showing up. And that's hard. That's why coaching is so beneficial. That's why really working with someone to rediscover this part of you or these skills is important and it's beneficial because it's hard to see it, especially for the women that I work with who are independent, who are strong, who are dynamic, powerful women. It's very hard for them to see their blind spots because it's not a flaw. Okay, I don't want you thinking that that aspect of you makes you lesser or it's a flaw or that you have any limiting beliefs that this is a problem. It's not that it's a problem. It's that you have to learn how to manage it. You know, just like, you know, you have kinky hair, right? Black women, we got kinky hair. Your hair isn't inherently a problem. It's learning how to manipulate it, learning how to manage it, learning how to 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 grow it and nourish it. That's the, that's the challenge for you. So it's the same thing, right? All the accomplishments, you know, how you're able to articulate yourself and being opinionated and being strong and being a powerful woman, that's not inherently the problem. The problem is figuring out how do you balance all of that in a relationship so that you're able to build connection, build intimacy. You allow yourself to trust that man, trust him as your leader so that you're not trying to be the leader. Very difficult, right? Learning how to show up as an intelligent woman who has a lot to offer, but knowing when to offer it and when to when to listen, right? It's not that easy. It's going to require something different of you than what you're used to. But if you want a different experience than what you've been having, it's going to require you to make that decision. Right. So when you look at the this idea of like the power couple, which I actually can't stand that I really I'm like very anti power couple. Me personally, that's not saying for you. Me personally, I just hate that term. It's just something very cheesy about it. But um, 
this idea of the power couple, you know, I've heard so many women say that's what men say they want, but when they get it, they don't know what to do with it, right? And to some extent, that might be true. And part of the reason why that might be true is because you're trying to be powerful in the relationship. Instead of being authentic, instead of being genuine, instead of being feminine, instead of just learning how to relax. When you're in the relationship, this is your time to breathe. This ain't the time for power. Right? So take all that power to work. <laughs> take all that power to the classroom. Take all that power to campus. Right? But when you are with him, right, that's the time for you to breathe. That's for you time. Turn the power off and relax. Right? So not understanding how to tap out of that challenging energy, that masculine energy, right? Learning how to create more of a natural flow between the two of you, that's where the challenge comes in. It's not because of your career. It's not because of your education. That's where the challenge is coming in for you. So I wanted to leave you guys with some great examples of like women that do this really well that you know. Women who are powerful women. They're amazing women. But when you see them with their partners, that whole power dynamic turned off. Right? So like one of my personal favorites is Jada Pinkett, right? I love seeing Will and Jada together. Right? Because Jada is Baltimore. Jada is strong. Jada is smart. Jada is sassy. Jada knows how to turn that off when she's with Will. Pay attention. Sierra. I love Sierra. We love Sierra and Russell, right? But as amazing and accomplished as Sierra is, Sierra knows how to tap out of that energy. She knows how to turn it off when she's with him. And he's not even like this like super like intimidating man, right? But she still respects him as a leader and allows him to show up in that energy so she can fall back. Look at Jay-Z and Beyonce. Everybody loves Jay-Z. That was the original power couple that we all loved, right? Pay attention to how Beyonce shows up when she's with Jay. She's not showing up in that same energy. I mean, she's kind of... When she's in interviews, she's not even in that same energy that she's in on the stage. So she just has, like, different personalities that she taps in and out of, period. But really pay attention to the dynamic. When you see her with Jay... She's not that strong who run the world woman. Not saying that she's not inherently strong, but she's not trying to prove it. She's not showing up in that energy that's trying to prove that she's just as good as him or she's on top of him. She knows that she, that girl knows she's better than him. <laughs> right? And I love Jay-Z. Love him. Favorite rapper. But she knows that he ain't, ain't nobody touching Beyonce. Right? But when she's with him, you see his, you see who is the man. Right? She's not showing up in that same energy. Right? So you can look at, I mean, so many different examples. Even if you want to go to like, you know, I love seeing um, Cardi B and Offset together. Because Cardi is loud, right? She's from around the way. She run them off. She got all of that. But pay attention to the dynamic when she's with her man. She knows how to release that and let it go. So, this is the challenge that you're facing as an independent woman, as a very, uh, you know, intimidating woman, you know, as the woman who feels like her education, her income, all these things are the barriers for her being able to find a good partner. It's not those things. It's you try need to figure out how to balance it. 
you need to figure out how to balance it, how to tap in and out that energy and doing it in the courtship. You don't wait until you get into a relationship. I know a lot of women are like, well, when I get this from him, then I'll give him that. That's the wrong energy to show up with. You need to learn how to show up in your feminine, learn to show up with great, inspiring communication, connection building communication, learn how to create intimacy during the courtship process. Not saying that you give it all away, that you give him all the best parts of you. But if you are authentically embodying this, that this is just part of who you are, it's a lifestyle for you that it comes natural. And you don't feel resentful if the relationship doesn't work out or you don't feel like, well, I tried to. I had a woman say to me, I had a woman I was working with in matchmaking one time. She said, I tried being feminine. <laughs> I tried being feminine. It's not working. I'm like, what do you mean it's not working, girl? Like, it's not a game. It's not a tool for manipulation. The fact that you're even thinking in that way and strategically like that says that you're not being feminine. That's actually the masculine energy showing up. Right? So understanding how to use this energy, how to tap into this energy, how to better communicate, how to trust, how to be vulnerable in a way that has absolutely nothing to do with your career accomplishments or anything else like that. So if you guys want to learn more about that, my program specializes in that. It specializes in helping you ladies get to that point and helping you learn to overcome this part of your challenge when it comes to meeting a great partner, meeting that compatible partner. Like I said, if you're a powerful, dynamic woman, you want a man who matches that. And you can have that. I promise you, you can have that. But it's going to require something different of you. So you're going to have to unlearn some of the things that you picked up along the way of making all those accomplishments of achieving all those things you're going to have to learn how to show up in a different energy in a different space and when you do that that's like the icing on the cake for your independence because a man who's accomplished a man who's something over himself he wants a woman that's independent he don't want a woman sitting up underneath him all day trust and believe that he does not want a woman to sit underneath him all day he does not want a woman that has nothing to do that has no goals that's not attractive to him but what's also not attractive to him is a woman that's constantly challenging him, a woman that comes off disrespectful, a woman who doesn't trust him, a woman who doesn't know how to communicate, a woman who doesn't allow herself to be vulnerable. So go ahead, reach out to me, slide in my DM. But it was wonderful sharing this with you guys. Make sure that you share this on your story, share this with someone who needs to hear it. Right? And I look forward to connecting with you guys soon. Y'all have a great day. I want in the next 12 months for you to change your love life, transform your personal life, and to meet that partner. There's no reason why you have to decide that it's either or. It doesn't have to be career or love, right? I want you to piece it all together, but that's going to require something of you. So I look forward to connecting you guys soon. If you've enjoyed this episode, then make sure you share it with family, friends, or any of your peers who may benefit from listening to the Courtship Code podcast. I'll be back next week with more tips to help you level up your love life. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. And until then, stay on code.